0: Welcome to the Property Renovation Podcast. I'm your host, James Woodham.
1: And I am your co-host, Juliet.
0: Juliet has a decade of architectural experience in the US.
1: And James has completed over 250 home renovations in the UK. Together, James and I have over 35 years experience designing and building homes.
0: This podcast was created to give you, the homeowner, the power and the knowledge to get your project done right on time and with a quality workmanship. We've been going for just over a year now, and we have over 50 episodes for you to listen and absorb all the
1: information from key experts in the industry.
0: That's right. We've spoken to industry leaders, builders, architects, and the best part of what we do is hear from you, the homeowner, what went right and what went wrong.
1: We really hope you like listening to this podcast. And if you do, please leave us a review. Reviews expose us to more listeners, which in turn means we can help more homeowners save money and avoid the chance of things going wrong.
0: With that said, let's get into today's show hey guys and welcome back to the property renovation podcast if you were listening to us last year and we had some amazing episodes definitely go back to the archives and listen to those uh, but happy 2019 to you uh, if you're new to this podcast um, we do we talk all about property renovation um, we offer tips and tricks of how to uh, get your property renovation um, the, the, the most successful that it can get Um we give you, uh, episodes on professionals out there, builders out there. So we'll get architects that come on. We've got, um, even a psychologist, which I'm going to tell you all about today about color. Um, but there's tons of episodes, um, and, uh, interior designers as well. I could, I could be here all day long just talking about those. So we are almost at a hundredth episode and, um, go back, have a look at those, go to our website, which is www.propertyrenovationpodcast.com. Go and check that out. But look, um, I hope that you had uh, an amazing Christmas uh, and uh, wishing you a happy new year as well for 2019. I hope that it is the best for you. Um, make it the best it can be. And uh, what what have you got planned? Uh, are you doing a renovation on your property are you just going to be giving it a, a, a paint over? Are you going to be doing a, an extension on your house? Maybe a loft conversion? Um, what have you got planned? Maybe you've already done it. You've been working super hard last year uh, renovating your home. You're absolutely sick of it now and uh, you want to get away. So maybe you're booking a holiday uh, for the summer. Um, whatever you've got planned, I hope it works out really, really well for you. We've got some super uh, episodes planned for 2019. Uh, we've got someone talking about procurement very soon. We've got uh, Nick, who's a YouTube influencer. Um, he uh, recorded and video blogged, or vlogged, as you say, um, episodes on how he renovated his home that he bought, and I think he did his second one as well. So um, I'm going to be talking to him shortly. Um, and, uh, got an interesting one on this week as well, which I'm just going to, to tell you about in a minute. Um, I'm also going to Chicago. I'm going to be meeting Juliet for the first time. If you don't know who Juliet is, she's our co-host in America. She's an architect uh, from Chicago and, um, she's done some amazing episodes, uh, last year as well. So, um, yeah, go back, have a listen to those and, uh, have a great, great 2019 um, this week's episode is all about, if you let me just, if you're thinking about, um, you're wishing that the spring could come around faster than it could be, or maybe, you know, there, there's some really long nights at the moment, um, uh, and short days, and you're just thinking, oh gosh, I'm, I just need some color in this house. Um, or maybe you're thinking, I'm selling, I'm going to sell my house. I, I want to put some hints of color to encourage the sale. Um, but you're not too sure what colors to, to pick or choose. Um, then this is a great episode for you. I'm speaking to Lana Morris. Uh, she's a life coach, uh, but also a color coach as well. And what's a color coach? I hear you say, well, the thing is colors and the choices that you make for your colors, uh, really have a subconscious meaning behind them. Um, and it can really tell, uh, some negatives and some positives um about you and the reason why you chose those colors and i was quite surprised to hear uh my favorite color blue um and what the negatives and positives of those are as well so it was a really interesting episode um, and uh i'm not i'm, not, I'm just going to stop speaking now and just put you through to the episode so um enjoy it. and um if you are i'm just going to leave you with this if you're doing a renovation for your property and you want to make sure that maybe you're a little bit nervous and you, you don't want to get costs out of control. You, you want to make sure that you hire the right person um, and you want to make sure that you are educated um, more than you are at the moment on what that builder will be talking to you about. You know, like they're going to be coming out with all sorts of terminology of why they can't do this, why they can't do that, um, and, and what materials they're going to be using um so save like going all over the place on the webs on the on on the internet and trying to search for the best advice because there is a lot of wrong advice as much as there is good advice um, go to our website which is www.propertyrenovationpodcast.com check out the archived episodes use the tags um, to to uh find the best episode for you that's related to what you're doing but also go to www akivatoolkit.com akiva toolkit.com that's 10 documents that you can download you get the first one for free um, which basically just gives you a the, the best way to plan your renovation and what you need to consider but there's also other documents in there as well that can really really help you out and get super organized for your project so um, and it's it's the cost like, of I think it's like £13 or £15 or something like that. Super, super cheap compared to the fact that you could end up spending hundreds, if not thousands, on delays and getting the wrong things uh, and getting things wrong on the project. So go and check it out, download it, tell us what you think. There's some reviews on there as well from people that have downloaded. I went to um, look how many people have downloaded it over the uh, the course of 2018 since we launched it, um, and I think we launched it like uh, mid 2018 or halfway halfway. F- um, I think it was like three months into 2018, and we we have download we've had 1,017 downloads, which is incredible. It just shows that you know it really is helping people out. Uh, so definitely go and check it out. Enough of me, uh, enjoy Lana Morris. Thanks very much. Okay, Lana, welcome to the show. How are you?
1: I'm good, thank you. How are you? Happy New Year.
0: Happy New Year to you. It's the, actually it's the first one since, um, since all of that Christmas and New Year's, uh, that we're getting back, back on it. So um, it's good to have you as the first one to come on. Anyway, did you did you have a nice Christmas?
1: I had a wonderful Christmas, culminating in um, actually adopting a puppy, which is not something you should normally do at Christmas. But um, no. we've been fostering puppies. Uh, right. we're, in, uh, we're fosterers for a rescue centre, and this particular little puppy has been with us for a considerable period of time and is an absolute cutie and beautiful. Um, and nobody was coming forward to foster or uh, to move into adopting her. So we thought, you know what, if nobody has applied for this lovely little girl by the uh, 31st of December, 2018, we're adopting her. So we did. So we now got a new addition to the family and she's wonderful.
0: Yeah. <laughs> she, she's not, te- not tearing up the place yet.
1: Uh, only a little bit. But, you know, she's only 18 weeks old, so she's kind of got a a tiny little bit of leeway at the moment. The other other two dogs who are, um, you know, six and and four are looking around thinking, well, how is she getting away with it and not us? But it leads us nicely into home improvement because at the moment, I need a new new floor (laughs) and a little bit of extra plaster on the walls.
0: (laughs) Okay. All right. I think that's the thing now, like going into a new year, everyone wants to – start thinking about making a new look in their home as well. So, um, which, you know, it's really good to have you actually on. Um, We spoke towards the end of last year, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was quite interested to hear that um, you're a... A color coach, a life coach and a color coach. Mm-hmm. Um, and people were thinking what, well, probably what, what is that? And what's it all yeah. about? Um, but we, we was talking about how important it is for, uh, people to consider color, uh, when renovating their home mm. and the colors they choose and everything else. So, um, I'm not going to say any more about it, but if you can just introduce yourself, Absolutely. um, and tell us, uh, yeah, why, why is it so important?
1: Okay, well, yeah, I mean, the reason that it's it's so important and why I moved into becoming a colour coach is the um, emotion that is associated with colour. Um, and when I first started life coaching, one of the things that helped me when I was going through a particularly significant health crisis about six or seven years ago was I came across this particular color system and a friend of mine said, come along, there's a workshop going on. It's about color. You like color because you do a lot of scrapbooking and DIY and you tend to put colors together, so why don't you come along? And I did, and I just totally fell in love with the fact that color will help us express our emotional state in a way that sometimes we just can't articulate. So, and we see it in our language already, you know, red with, with rage or red rag to a bull, feeling a bit blue, yeah. green envy, you know, these are all terms that we already have in our language. And I just got so mesmerized by the color and thought, wow, you know, what a fantastic way of shortcutting somebody's emotional state by saying well what color what's the first color that comes to mind what color are you feeling at the moment Mm. and um so yeah so that's what started me on the path of being a color coach and of course when that began it then moved into logo design and website design and color because obviously customers and clients are moving to whatever website they're looking at there's an emotional response Mm. um and then obviously moving quite naturally into home improvement, renovation, home decor. Um, so although I'm not a, um, a home decorator in the, the traditional sense, um, certainly when it comes to looking at what emotions are being expressed or what, what would like, would somebody like to enhance emotionally or suppress emotionally? in particular parts of their home, then I can advise with the types of colors and color schemes that work best, that help you either create a relaxing environment, help you create a social environment, help you create a balanced, tranquil space, um, and also what colors to put where you've got parts of your home which are kind of very busy, um, hallways, landings, you know when people are running up and down the stairs, and it then becomes you know important, particularly if you 're then looking at selling your property or um, you know finding a way to enhance your space then uh, then it 's great to understand what the emotional impact of uh, of color has in your living environment
0: it's it 's actually good that you mentioned about the um, the sellability of your home, the appealability to someone um, mm-hmm. and just watching out for that. So I'm sure there's people out there that have, have, have thought that, why why is my home not selling? Um, they've had many people over and it, and it might not just, they can't put their finger on it, but maybe it could be about, you know, how, what, what kind of colors they have on the walls mm-hmm. Um and, and and anywhere, to be honest with you, the colour of the furniture, I
1: guess, and stuff like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's um, interestingly, this year's colour of the year for Pantone is the colour coral. Um, so if you imagine living coral, it's this beautiful um, sort of pinky, yellowy, uh, in fact, and I'm not sure if your listeners will obviously see this, but I've got an example because we're doing some of this on video. Okay. We've got this beautiful sort of coral color um Mm. and you know this emotionally is around abundance because you've got a combination of yellow and and pink so you've got unconditional love you've got abundance you've got joyfulness you've got fun so it's a lovely color um particularly this year is that as being the official color to use in, you know, accessories or accent walls or, you know, a little bit goes a long way. You don't have to paint your whole room in the same color, Um, but you can bring aspects in, which would be really lush.
0: Do you think people go too far with color
1: sometimes? I I would actually say, (laughs) as somebody who loves color, no. Okay. (laughs) But (laughs) I do feel that if you don't have an understanding of the color basics – um, you can perhaps drown your room in, say, a single colour, um, which when you're you're faced with this sol- almost a solid block of colour, it just becomes too overbearing, overwhelming. Mm. So I do feel um, we're moving because we've had quite a lot of neutrals in the last few years and grey, soft greys, soft um, grey-white tones, last year which looked very clean and um but as a color person who loves color it's just a bit too bit too oh. gray and uniform and boxy for me so bring out as much color as possible but you know understand your basics so that you're not um you know choose what normally happens is if you choose something you know that's um Fairly neutral on your walls and either choose one wall as your accent color or keep all your walls neutral, but bring in your colors through your furniture, your sofa, your cushions, your accessories and pull things together more in that way. And I think the advantage of doing that then is when you want to change your color schemes, if you're somebody who likes to change colors fairly frequently, it's far easier to change your accessories um than it is to keep painting walls over and over again
0: yeah yeah um yeah i mean you can test it that way as well in your home awesome um so give us some more facts and statistics um that our listeners can can benefit from in terms of color
1: well, I mean, there's, there's quite a lot of research on colour that's um, come through in recent years. Um, quite a lot of prisons and hospitals, there's been quite a lot of research on colour in more communal environments. Um, there was a study um, some years ago around the impact of a place in, uh, somewhere in Scotland where they changed the outside streetlight colours to a blue light and they found that as a result of doing that alone, it reduced crime in that area, and it particularly reduced the volume of violent crime. Mm. Now, blue as the colour emotion is very much about calm, um, peaceful, um, very sort of what we call a fluid colour, because it often relates to the unconscious, um, connects to water, and we relate water to our unconscious desires and thoughts yeah. and feelings. Um, In terms of um, prisons, uh, some studies in in Scandinavia have shown that a particular shade of pink can actually reduce um, the level of aggression. In inmates, mm-hmm. So although there hasn't been a huge amount of, if you like, the scientific research, mm-hmm. it's a growing area. And I think certainly there's been a, a considerable acknowledgement that colour has a huge impact on our emotional state. Um, you've only got to look at teenagers uh, in many respects. You like black. They love to go through the black color phase. Um, yeah. My son is going through it at the moment and wants to paint all four walls and the ceiling black, um, which is just going to happen. You know, there's part of me from an emotion thing. Oh, now that's really interesting. Are you going through the dark night of the soul? Are you having an existential crisis? Are you starting <laughs> 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 on one level? But also there's a sense of, oh, you're trying to be a bit more mysterious or oh, you're trying to be a little bit more sophisticated. So you've got mm-hmm. positive and negative attributes to colour. Would I let him have a completely black room? Absolutely not because there's no way I'm going to try and paint over it afterwards but certainly encouraging him to express his his, himself, his identity through colour is, well, yes, you can have black accents and have you thought about putting grey on the walls rather than completely black? Um, yeah. so, um, you know, but that's about him and his, him being in that age of wanting to become, um, an independent person in his own right, stamping his identity on things, expressing himself, having more a sense of more power. Being a little bit more mysterious, all of which are positive attributes of the color black, mm. sophistication, etc. So, um, so yeah, it's I, I find it very fascinating, and I love going into people's homes to see what colors they are drawn to, and. Another way of looking at how people utilize color in their living space is also have a look at the wardrobe and see what colors they have in their clothing, but also what colors are missing, because that will give you an awful lot of information as well around areas of emotional difficulty. Mm. If you go into a house which is completely Magnolia, um, you know, a lot of, there's no sense of personality. There's no, there's a lot of hiding behind um, things. You know, there's no sense of who this person is. Magnolia is a very bland, neutral, uniform, almost mirror Stay away from me. I don't, I don't want you to know anything about me and my personality, which is interesting because most estate agents used to tell you years ago, paint your house completely magnolia as if yeah. it's a blank canvas for somebody else to come in and impart yeah. their personality.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. So, I mean, like if, if someone was, was wanting to buy a house, they'd go in there. If they saw elements of color, then it's telling a story. It's telling. Uh, telling you that you're, you know, you're possibly purchasing this home from someone that's got, um, confidence and, mm. um, and more attributes to them as well. Like that they're, they're fun, that the house has been fun to live in. Like yeah. You know. So it means more encouraging. Okay.
1: Absolutely. I think the only difficulty with colour, um, I mean, I would always say go for colour because it's, um, it's a statement. Um, yeah. I think to to get around, you'll always have some estate agents which will say to you, oh, we'll neutralize it because, you know, some people don't like the color blue or mm. some people don't like the color purple. But if you've done it in a tasteful way, you can have any color you like in there because yeah. it's a reflection of you and your personality. And it's also an extension of your home is an extension of yourself. What you have yeah. in your home is an outer reflection of what's going on internally anyway. So the biggest issue really is actually not the color on the walls or, or on the accessories. It's how much clutter you've got. Mm,
0: yeah. So
1: if, you, if you've if you got rid of all your clutter and you've got space where people can see and you've got ornaments or accessories that you have few of but you can see that they're appreciated, then it doesn't really matter what color you've got on the walls. Um, because you've, if you've dealt with your cluster, then you've got a nice area of flow around your property. And um, people will go with the emotional feeling and experience of it, um, of which color will assist on the emotional front. But when somebody steps over the threshold, it's actually the atmosphere. They're going to pick up first and foremost. So if you've got, you know, 30, 40 pairs of trainers and boots and shoes all kicking around in the front porch, yeah. it might say to you, "Yes, we're an active family, isn't it? Isn't it great?" But to a potential buyer, it's like, "Blimey, why have they got so so many pairs of shoes? You know, blocking yeah. the front door." So maybe,
0: say, maybe saying things like, "There's not enough storage in this room." Absolutely. No like yeah.
1: Absolutely.
0: Okay. I think that's earlier that's what I was getting to about like um maybe being um cautious with color in terms of not doing too much hmm. because like you said you're you're supposed to use it in a in in a clever clever way but more you know subtle Yes,
1: I think when it comes to house selling, when it's, when you're in it and it's your permanent place, go wild, you know, do as much colour if you want, you know, all different walls painted all different colours and you're comfortable in that space and you're happy, then you go for it, express your independent personality. Mm. When it comes to selling, obviously you want it balanced enough that you can attract new buyers to your property, but you still want to have enough personality and style that gives it a sense of atmosphere and ambience. Yeah. So yeah. on that basis, general rule of thumb, keep the walls neutral. Mm. Either just have one wall as an accent color or have a large picture frame that you either utilize by putting that color on, whether it's through wallpaper, um, papering that particular picture frame or a particular yeah. fireplace wall, but create a feature. Or keep everything neutral in terms of the walls, and focus and pay attention to detail with the colours of your accessories, um, with your you know artifacts, ornaments, etc. Have a good declutter. Make sure everything has its own place and reason for being in that place. Um, And you know, clean. Keep it clean. Make make sure it's really nice and clean and shiny. If you're planning a renovation, or you're moving into your first new home, then the Akiva Toolkit could be the solution you need. With its easy-to-use package of 10 documents, you are able to manage time, budget, and the communication between your
0: builders and you, to ensure the project is complete to satisfaction first time round.
1: The Akiva Toolkit saves you money and time. It's for the first-time renovator, and the renovator that wants to do things better the second time round. It's a fraction of the cost compared to paying for mistakes or repeating work that's already done. Go to AkivaToolkit.com and get your project off to a perfect start today.
0: It's good that you mentioned blue earlier, and yes. that's my favorite color. Um, and you related it to being calm, um, someone that likes water and stuff mm. like that. Yeah. I, I will probably say that I am calm. I think my wife would disagree. Mm. Um but um <laughs> definitely water you know it's it, it's it it. i always like to be by the sea if I'm going on holiday and stuff like that um and uh, I like to swim, so I guess maybe in parts of what you're what you're saying is is uh is true is, is you know it relates to that way um Give us uh an example of colors that clash. Like that, you shouldn't put two colours together.
1: Mm, um, well, again, it's you're looking at, uh, for example, some colours which do are perceived as clashing actually work really well together. They contrast. So you've got pink and purple. Mm. Um, you get them in the right shades, or orange and pink. Get them in the right shades, and they can look absolutely amazing. I think the thing to avoid really is not so much colours that clash per se but it's the same uh, color in like all the shades. So you might have, you know, um, blue walls, dark blue sofa, um, light blue cushions. Mm. Um, and if you're going for that monochromatic look, it can work really well in some spaces, but in, an, in a lot of time it's actually really bland and it can be very depressing because the flip side of blue is somebody who's got high stress and can also be depressed. Um, too much of that colour um, just brings you down a little bit. Um, using black and white. Um, you know, sometimes again, you can go into a white room and if you've got the right windows and the right lighting, it can look absolutely stunning. Um, you can do it in another room and it looks really sterile and really cold. Um, so I think the, the main thing is to work out, you know, what's the purpose of the room, that you're using, what's, what are you using it for? Is it a kitchen? Is it a sitting room? Yeah. You know, most of us move into homes where the rooms have already been designated. Um, if you're in a position where you're building from scratch, then you've got a little bit more opportunity to play around with colors and color zoning and you know, what, what you want it to represent. So you can see, for example, behind me, um, I've got a pale yellow. Now this is my office space. Um, and this is where I do a lot of my work. So for me, pale yellow is about focus, concentration. Um, and I've, but you can also see I've got some greens and blues going on in my background. Um, because again, when I need a break from things, I can focus on that. And I'm very much my own personal choice of colors and blues and greens and soft olive colors. So I find them very calming and relaxing. Um, but if you looked into um, my sitting room, for example, it's um, gray, but it's a very, very dark gray um, and olive, which sounds like a really odd combination. Yeah. How does that work? But actually they work incredibly well together. I've got Dark grey in the alcoves with some spotlights. And I've got silver picture frames. And then on the fireplace wall, I've got a, a really, really lovely olive colour. Um, and it goes incredibly well, but the silver is pulling both colours together that because that's my accessories and my. Yeah, accessories. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So
1: even though at first some colours you might think, I don't think that's going to go. The quickest way to, to locate it is as simple as pop on Pinterest or Google, put mm. in your colors and just see what fabrics come up or what um, pictures come up. And a lot of the time I think people can um, sort of uh, re-energize their living space, particularly if maybe they don't want to move, but they're not comfortable in their living space and they're thinking mm. about maybe redecorating Um, quite often it might be as simple as locating an image or a picture or an uh, an ornament that you absolutely love that has aspects of color in and it's following that as the palette and using that in your room to revitalize your living space.
0: I've, I've been noticing, um, certain furniture companies that sell kitchens, um, Mm. And do lots of like, um, soft furnishings and stuff that they're expressing color a hell of a lot more. People are becoming more confident when they're buying a kitchen. They're not just going for the standard color worktop of, of brown or gray. They're actually going for purple and, um, yellow and stuff mm. like that. And, um, my company in London, uh, we just done a kitchen. We done the whole house, but the kitchen, uh, the client actually requested that we provide her with a um, a kitchen that has green mm-hmm. um so it's dark green panels mm-hmm. um, and yellow right yeah so what what could without um, I'm hoping they they're, they're listening in a way and hoping they're not <laughs> just in case of what you said <laughs> but um, could you describe um maybe why they chose those colours. Like
1: well, if I was if I was analysing yeah. if they came to me as a colour coach and said, Right, you know, I'm feeling very dark green and yellow from an emotional level, then I look at it from two aspects. First we look at the negative aspect of the colour, to look at what's the unconscious emotion that's going round. Um, but then we look at the positive, because obviously by the nature of them pulling that colour, they're already ready to release the unconscious belief around it. And bring in the positive attributes. So dark green. So we're looking at sort of almost—is it? Are we looking at a pine colour green, a very a hunter's green, a very dark yeah,
0: forestry green? I would yeah, say. Yeah.
1: So, so you've got uh, from a negative, it's about really, really old resentment, um, emotional resentment. Because when we go into the greens in the negative, it often connects to un, un, unacknowledged un, um, anger. Um, Anger is normally associated with the color red. Um, But if it's been festering and nobody said anything and it's been shoved down into the body in such a way that it's been held, um, then it goes green and and yucky, a bit like pus. Okay. It is a bit like that. Right. So it's about releasing old resentment. So every every hurt, every little thing that's happened to somebody over their life that they've just held on to and they haven't been able to let go, but they've been building and building and building and building, that will be your very dark green. Okay. Um, But in the positive, it's actually about release and it's about stillness and it's about getting back to a sense of harmony and balance because green is very much, that's why we go out into nature, Nature, yeah. different shades of green. When you combine it with yellow, again, yellow in the negative is about fear, overwork, overthinking, overanalysis. So you put together resentment with overthinking and overanalysis and from an emotional level, that is somebody has been consistently thinking about something in such a way they cannot let it go. Mm. And it's become such a block within them that they keep almost chundering and churning it over and over and over in their heads. And they just can't release it. Um, so bringing that color in is saying it's okay and it's safe to feel joy. It's okay and it's safe to feel confident. And it's already, right. it's okay and safe for you to express yourself authentically and let it go. It's mm. the other person's responsibility, how they hear that, that was, which has been expressed. But your, your uh, role into yourself, your authentic self, is to express it, okay? Um, so when you bring those two colors together in the positive, you've got this lovely stillness, balance, harmony, in the green but you've also got this focus you've got concentration you've got fun and you've got the ability to experience joy which is the yellow in the positive so if you've got that as a kitchen area it will be a lovely space for socializing because you've got fun you've got a stability and harmony there but you've also got fun of entertaining socializing you know having it giggle listening to people enjoying themselves so it's actually a really lovely color combination
0: okay you've got me going now I'm going to ask you another one because it's in the (laughs) same home (laughs) Uh, the reason why I'm saying this is because we questioned it obviously like Mm -hmm. we were looking at the the size of this property we were looking at what we are being requested to to do for them Mm -hmm. Uh, and it was just a bit um I mean we like playing with you know, on the edge and doing daring things. Um, but yeah, so they're, they're, they're a small shower room. Uh, mm-hmm. they chose to have dark blue tiles,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, pretty much all over the room. So what would that resemble?
1: Right. Well, we know, as, I, as I mentioned, blue is, um, is around in the negative, high stress, lack of feeling safe. Um, a lack of um, feeling able to relax. But in the positive, it's about exploring the unconscious because blue, we connect to water. Water represents the unconscious in psychoanalytical, psychology um, terms. Mm-hmm. It's about communication, the ability to express oneself The darker the blue, would it, was it a navy blue? Is it an indigo blue?
0: No, navy.
1: Navy blue. So, and if you look at most of the websites, uh, banking and legal, um, websites, they tend to go for navy blue Mm. because in the positive, it's about loyalty, safety, calmness, um, being able to make decisions in an unhurried fashion and to be able to detach emotionally enough to make a considered opinion, a considered judgment, mm-hmm. um, being able to articulate and express oneself. So if they've got a very small room with a dark blue, it's also about um, being able to feel safe to express one's unconscious emotion. Mm-hmm. Because it's a small space, so it's very, as you were saying it to me, what it sounded to me was quite womb-like. So it's quite safe, nurturing, um, Mm peaceful, and it's about enjoying the experience rather than rushing in and rushing out again, but taking one's time within that experience. So, I'd be interested to hear what if the family are who are in that home are listening, whether any of that does actually resonate with them um, with their choices of color in their home
0: yeah yeah no i I'm going to send them the link anyway so let's let's see what they say I'm a bit nervous, <laughs> but we'll see, we'll see what they say um, okay, so for our listeners, can you give us a few do's and don'ts in general okay um, about their home,
1: yeah. okay, so if you are staying in your home, do not be afraid of using color. do use color to express your own personalities um, and I think the the um, the main thing is that it doesn't actually matter what other people think about your color scheme. If it works for you, then. Use it because you're gaining something emotionally from something that you're enjoying, that you're putting together, that you're creating. Mm. Um, So I say don't worry about following certain rules of color. Um, I think sometimes there's a lot of uh, emphasis and pressure on making sure that you've got the harmonic balance between different shades and all the rest of it. And I would say if you're not somebody that's tried using color before, just be a bit brave and go and experiment. Um, If you're finding a lack, you're lacking confidence around a kind of color scheme or a palette, there is so much that you can go. You just type in color palettes on Google, green color palettes or Pinterest, and you'll see that people have already created these stunning different color palettes palette schemes and we're so lucky this day and age where you can go into any local hardware diy store and they'll color match for you so you don't you don't have to think hard about you know how you're going to get that particular shade because they all sort that out for you um and i think the other thing is is think about the purpose of the room so obviously you want a space where um For example, like a bedroom, I wouldn't advise a completely black bedroom. (laughs) Um, Unless
0: unless, unless you're a teenager. It
1: it might be great for a teenager who who wants to stay up gaming until silly o'clock in the morning because they've got the energy to do it. But if you're looking for rest for sleep and good quality sleep, don't put black on your walls, you know, go for lovely rest for what we call the cooler colours, so blues, lilacs, mauves, um, pale greens, the cooler end of the spectrum. Um, And, um, you know, use the brighter, warmer colours for the more social spaces, so sitting room, living room, kitchen, um, benefit from being much warmer um, in colour and tone. Um, so the oranges, you reds, those sorts of colors. Um, and I would just, my, my main message would be, don't be afraid to experiment. Um, yeah. because only you will know, the more you start playing with color, the more you'll know what you feel work, works for you. Um, and if you can balance that out with some natural, um, colors, pebbles, rocks, wood, mm. um, we've got so many different lovely textures, um, so try and make it a sensory experience as well as a color experience, so that you're capturing your your mood, your emotion. You've, your home should be where you feel you're you're safe, you're secure, you're happy, you're content. Yeah. Uh, you know. So create your home to to reflect that for you, so that at the end of a working day, where you know you might have been struggling to get through the commute and you know high stress to be able to come home to a space which feels warm and welcoming will help your emotional state just really come back down into balance.
0: Brilliant. Okay. That's very nice. Lana, um, I'm pretty sure that uh, our listeners can benefit uh, from speaking with you, maybe messaging you, are they able to do that? Like, do you, yes. where, where can they find you?
1: Right, they can uh, they can go to my website, which is, um, I think I said mentioned to you, James, is is being rebranded and going under construction, but it's still live. So you can contact me by going to lana at com, and that will still come through. Okay. Um, and use the contact form on the website. You can probably see me more actively on Facebook. Um, so you can go to Lana Morris, the color coach and life coach, um, and just drop me a message on Facebook. Um, I'm on WhatsApp um, and I'm on Skype. Um, the only difference with Skype is um, I think my I use the because it was a, a, a Skype that I set up years and years ago. I think it's Spiritual Stream One. Okay, it's the name. That's the only difference with that because it's an old old account.
0: <laughs> Brilliant. Okay. Good. Okay. Listen, it was really, really nice to have you on. Um and this will be going on our our podcast uh, uh, on the audio version, but we will also be putting it onto our YouTube as well. So you can put it on your website and um we will post the link uh out as well. So people that want to actually see you uh and it and uh understand it a little bit more, then you can go to our YouTube channel. So that'll be great. Thank, thank you very much.
1: Thank you. Been absolutely no And it's, um, it's great to talk colour and it's lovely to start off the new year in this way. So thank you. I, th- I
0: think it's super important, yeah, because it's always dull in January and February just to go um already starting, I mean... I'm sure people are thinking about holidays already, uh, which is uh, the <laughs> brightness and positivity. So um, yeah, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure that you're g- it's going to be very helpful and perfect timing to have you on at the beginning of the year. Yeah.
1: Well, they always say, you know, change is better than the rest sometimes. So if, if your house is looking a bit sadly lacking, especially when you take Christmas decorations down as well, because it does all look a bit bare then, doesn't it?
0: Uh, yeah. Um, so it
1: might be time to just pick out pick out a paint pot and paintbrush and just you know use the rest of these you know early dark nights because it's now starting to get lighter which is lovely but we still got a couple of months to go yet before we can really take advantage of the early evening light so um get a yeah. paintbrush out and start painting
0: i'd say i'd say yeah experiment a bit <laughs> good okay it was really good to have you on
1: oh thank you thank you
0: no so problem much.